I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. We're talking today about symptoms you shouldn't ignore. Because patients come in our office all the time, and I've been doing this for a long time now, and patients come in our offices and tell me and my other doctors, and they say, you know, I've had this neck pain for 20 years, or I've had this acid reflux forever, and I just take these little pills, and it helps my acid reflux, or um, I have cold hands, cold feet, and I just, you know, warm them up. And so some symptoms are okay to ignore. We talked earlier about pain. If you have pain for more than three days, you need to come see us right away. Um, if it's excruciating pain, you need to see us immediately. And we have emergency visits available all the time. We're open six days a week in the Marietta office and the other offices around, around, uh, the city are open too. So we can always get you in an emergency visit. So certain symptoms you don't want to ignore. And if you have them, you got to start thinking, why do I have these things? So of course the big one, I should have started with this one, chest pain. Okay. Now there's a lot of reasons you might experience chest pain. Many of them are benign, means nothing. Okay. I will get a chest pain sometimes right in here in my, in my, where my sternum meets my ribs on the left side, because I played football. I played hockey. I was a real street thug. I got in street fights and I must've popped a rib out of place at some point in my life. And every now and then that rib is irritated. And I remember going, uh, getting a a cardiological evaluation and they said, you're like amazing. Your heart, you have the heart of somebody like 40 years younger than you or 30 years younger than you. Uh, it's amazing. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it. And I said, what about the pain? And they said, we don't know. It's not the heart. So then I knew it wasn't the heart. It was that rib. And when I get adjusted and that rib gets put back in place, my chest pain goes away. So if you're experiencing, uh, issues with the chest, you don't want to take, you know, take that for granted. Could be acid reflux. That seems to be a hot topic today. Uh, if you have acid reflux, you may be having chest pain as well because the heart sits on, on top of the diaphragm and the, the, the um, stomach sits below the diaphragm. And so they're right next to each other with a little sheet of muscle between them. So always better be safe than sorry. Like I said, I went and got a cardio, cardiology workup. Everything was fine. It was pretty cool. Um, if you're struggling with heartburn, come see us. It's one of the most common things we see in our office. The number one reason we see patients is pain, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain. I'm working to change that in the chiropractic world and holistic world that you, when you think pain, you think chiropractic, of course, but I want you to think acid reflux. I want you to think nutrition. I want you to think a brain function. I want you to think of us for those as well. Uh, so it's a good idea to be safe than sorry. Get the test done. I, I support testing 100%. We do a lot of lab testing in our office. We can do thyroid. We can do adrenal function. Or we can do micronutrient test, which is hugely popular because uh, we can test the nutrient level in your body. Um, and, and see where you are at the cellular level. We check vitamin D, we check antioxidant levels, B complexes. Uh, we can do a hair analysis. Hair analysis, really, really important if you think there might be heavy metal toxicity, uh, mercury, lead, cadmium. Uh, we can test the hair because these things come out of the system and, and are stored in the hair. So it's a, it's a long-term snapshot of your body as opposed to blood, which is a shot of that moment in time. Uh, we can do blood works if we need to. So if you have chest pain and it's... you. you shooting down your arm, of course, get to the emergency room right away. Uh, acid reflux, come see us. And again, pinched nerves in the lower neck can cause chest pain as well. 
So from a chiropractic standpoint, a lot of times patients say, well, doc, I went, uh, you know, Dr. Joe or, you know, whoever, Dr. Kat, Dr. Ryan, uh, I went and got my blood, my doc, I went to my cardiologist, got the blood work done, had the stress test, everything is fine. We start adjusting the lower neck and the chest pain goes away. So if you have a pinched nerve in the neck, that pain can radiate down into the arm as well as the chest as well. Uh, another issue, we just had a patient with this the other day. Uh, he's fighting us on this, but we had his family involved. He's an older guy and he's confused. Every time he comes in the office, we tell him basically the same thing. He's got a horrible spine with swollen discs and degeneration. And um, we tell him what to do. And then next time he comes in, he's saying, well, what do I do? And we went over it a couple of times. And then we started to realize he's starting to develop dementia. This is not him just forgetting things. This is an issue. So when he came in with one of his family members, we pulled him aside and he said, listen, we're starting to see signs of dementia. We better go get him tested because he uh, drives. You know, he's still out on his own. He's functioning. Uh, but this is the early stages. And when we see these things, it can be a serious issue. So uh, it could be something serious going on with the brain lapse. You could be suffering from a concussion. God knows I had a lot of concussions in my day. Uh, dehydration, low blood sugar. One of our secretaries is diabetic. And when he first started working with us, every now and then I'd see his mood change. I couldn't figure out what it was. And then I realized, go check your blood, man. You're type 1 diabetic. Something's wrong. You have low blood sugar. And he'd get some sugar and he'd be fine again. So you may not realize it's happening to you, but it happens to me too. If I, if I skip a meal, sometimes that's great, but sometimes I can't focus. And so if I start getting a little dizzy and weak, I realize it might be just low blood sugar. So in my case, it's not dementia. It's something simple. I just have to eat something. Now, if you want more, want to learn more about the brain, go to our website, drjoe.com and listen to a show we did on brain. Just type in brain. Uh, hit enter in, into the search bar. We've done shows on mental function, brain function, and we kind of lay it all out. That's not today's topic today. I don't want to, you know, go too too far off 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 topic here. So we're talking today about symptoms that you shouldn't ignore, and if you have these symptoms, you might want to figure out where they're coming from. So again, you're tired, you're weak, you eat something, you feel better. You don't got to rush out and do anything. You know what happened? You had low blood sugar. It's not that big a deal, but. If this is a constant thing, you keep walking in a room and going, where am I? What did I do? Why am I in a room? Well, it happens once in a while, senior moments. But if it's a regular thing, it's something you might want to be concerned about. And you can come see us and we can do an, a nutritional analysis. Many times it's nutritional. And if we get the nutrition working again, it works well. Uh, speaking of diabetics, how about if you're thirsty all the time? Uh, maybe you ate something spicy. Maybe you worked out and didn't drink enough fluids. I mean, there's reasons why you're going to be abnormally thirsty. You drink some water, get some electrolytes, you feel better. Side note on electrolytes, a lot of people will go out and buy these drinks that are unnaturally colored, things, colors that don't occur in nature, and they're high in electrolytes and they're for the athlete. You don't need those drinks unless you're an elite athlete. You're running a half marathon. You're training for the Olympics. You're going to play a game of football. Maybe then they might be okay. But if you're just going to do a 20-minute workout at the gym, you don't need to be spending money on these chemicals because a lot of times they have dyes in them and chemicals, artificial sweeteners, uh, inorganic supplements. We've done shows on natural and, and not natural supplements, synthetic supplements. Uh, and so the easiest, quickest thing you can do for electrolytes is air-dried sea salt, which I use every day anyway. Uh, I had a salad and roasted veggies today, and on the roasted veggies, I put some air-dried sea salt on it. So air-dried sea salt has over 70 different minerals in it. And so that's your electrolytes. And so if you took a quarter teaspoon of air-dried sea salt, mix it with some water and drank it, for most of you, that's all you need for electrolytes. Again, you're at Olympic athlete level, professional athlete level, might be a little different, but you're wasting a lot of money and time and you're getting chemicals in your body, which you really don't need. 
So if it feels like you can't stop drinking water, there could be something else. Excessive thirst and, and urination, of course, is typical of diabetes. Could be a sign of kidney failure. Your body isn't retaining fluid. It's all flushing out. So that could be an issue as well. So just think about that. If there's an issue, you just can't solve your thirst. You might want to go see a urologist or uh, who would take a look at the kidneys or an endocrinologist look at your diabetes. Um, and we, when you, you can get blood work done, a lot of these labs, they have labs that you can walk into and get your blood work done. And it's a lot cheaper than going to the doctor. And they'll, they have a menu. It's a menu on a wall. You can say, what do you want? I want a thyroid panel. I want a, a allergy panel. I want a straight blood draw. I want to get a, a micronutrients. They won't do. We do those. Um, but they'll do it and give you the lab test results yourself. Don't you have to use your real name. Because I've had people come in and say, Dr. Joe, I, I want to get a, 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 a STD test. But I don't want anybody to know I'm getting an STD test. Go there. As long as you pay them cash if you want to. They don't care. But you can find out if you have any issues without even people knowing who you are. So that's just a little fun fact for you. Uh, p- digestion. Got to go back to digestion. It keeps coming up a lot. Uh, patients come in. Number one reason for digestive issues, acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating. Um, constipation is another big one. Very popular when people go on a ketogenic diet. Um, one of the many reasons I'm not a fan of the ketogenic diet. Uh, your body needs fiber and the ketogenic diet cut pretty much cuts that out, such as grains, fruits, carbohydrates, vegetables, some vegetables they, they, uh, they let you keep. Um, you need fiber because what happens is your colon is a muscle. It's a tube. And when you put fiber in the colon and drink water, it swells up. When the fiber swells up, it causes stretch receptors in your colon to be activated. When a stretch receptor is activated, it causes the colon to contract, which pushes everything along. So that's how your digestive system works. You have these stretch receptors being activated. If you're eating a heavy animal protein diet without a lot of fiber, those stretch receptors, it takes a lot to get them to fire off. And when they do fire off, many times you're already impacted. Your body isn't working. Uh, One of the things you can do, of course, is change your diet. Uh, Number two, we have a supplement on the website, drjoe.com, called Dr. Joe's Intestinal Cleanser. Very gentle. When I designed this thing, uh, again, my friend Ron in California, we designed a lot of the supplements together. He passed away, unfortunately. But when we designed the intestinal cleanser, uh, it was unlike anything that was on the market. It still is uh, because it's very gentle. It doesn't cause that emergency. Like, oh my gosh, I got to be near a bathroom. I can't leave the house. It gently activates the colon to start moving things along. So if you have that issue, you might want to try Dr. Joe's intestinal cleanser and a dietary change. The other thing we have to look at when it comes to digestive issues like constipation is the nerves in the low back. The nerves in the low back come out of your spine and go down to your back, hips, legs, knees, and ankles. So you might have back pain, leg pain, hip pain, knee pain, ankle pain. It's the same nerve that controls your colon, sex organs, and bladder. So when you have low back pain, it's affecting the colon, sex organs, and bladder. You might see gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, urinary issues, sexual issues, prostate issues, erectile issues, uh, uterine issues, heavy periods. Those are the nerves that control those organs. So when uh, my team of doctors and I adjust your low back, it's not just for back pain. It's opening up the nerves to the colon, the sex organs, and the bladder. Now, there's also a valve in between your small intestine and your large intestine called the ileocecal valve, the ICV. The ileocecal valve, kind of like the the sphincter that opens and closes for your stomach, opens up and allows food to pass from your small intestine to your large intestine, then it closes. Then uh, what passes from your small intestine to your large intestine is something called chyme. I think it's spelled C-H-Y-M-E. Chyme looks like puke, okay? It's soupy, mushy stuff. Passes into the large intestine. The valve closes so you don't get backwash into the small intestine. Water is absorbed, and then it's packed and passed out. If the valve isn't closing properly, essentially it's stuck open, you might have diarrhea. 
if it's stuck closed, you might have constipation. So sometimes patients come in and say, Dr. Joe, I've taken supplements, I've taken pills, the doctor even prescribed me medication, and it works a little bit, but it's still not getting to the cause. It could be that that ileocecal valve is either stuck open or stuck closed, in this case with constipation. So uh, we can actually go in there and adjust and manipulate the valve and kind of massage it and get it to relax and start opening and closing again. So another issue you might have with constipation is the ileocecal valve, pinched nerves in the low back, not getting enough fiber, um, but it could be more serious too. If we do all the conservative approaches and it's not working, I may send you out to a gastroenterologist and get it checked out. We want to make sure there's not, not a growth in the colon, not there's a blockage, the colon can be twisted, uh, could be a tumor growing, cancers in there. But in most cases, uh, when it comes to healthcare, I like to do the conservative approach first. So my rule on healthcare is this, chiropractic and nutrition first, drug second, surgery last. I'm not against surgery, I'm not against drugs, but most cases we get amazing results if we get the spine lined up, open up the nerve supply, we get the diet straightened out, get you on some really high quality supplements, super greens, essential source, nitric oxide for circulation, B-complex, adrenal support for inflammatory reactions, um, uh, omega-3 fatty acids. Of course, I take that every day for brain function. So there's a lot of things that we can solve chemically and physically. If we can't get it chemically and physically through nutrition, then we can go to a more aggressive step. And that's what most doctors that I work with like to do. Let's try to conserve the approach first. If it doesn't work, that's fine. I remember I had a, a friend of mine. Uh, he was uh, a neurosurgeon. He was on my show uh, one time. And he oh, when I started talking to him, he said, Joe, let me say this. Chiropractic is the most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain. If you ever end up in my office, he's a neurosurgeon. He says, if you end up in my office, he says, you're pretty far gone. He says, and chances are I can do surgery on you and I might give you some relief but if you're to the point where I have to operate, this is the doctor saying this, he says, chances are you're not going to get 100% results. He says, that's why you need to get chiropractic care to start and prevent a lot of these problems. So some people come in and see us and say, well, you know, we, I want this fixed in one visit. Well, it's not going to happen in one visit. And they'll go see him and say, doc, I want my surgery. I want to get out of pain. Sometimes we can't. And so that's why you don't want to let these things go. And that's the topic of today's show is symptoms you shouldn't ignore because if they, they progress so badly, it might get to the point where it can't be fixed. And then you're going to regret that decision. And you're going to say, like so many of the patients I've seen over the decades and decades I've been in practice, why didn't I get this fixed sooner? Why didn't I come here sooner? And I, it, it breaks my heart when patients say that because I don't have an answer for it. Because they should have been here and they weren't. And usually they say, well, I know who you are. Everybody knows who Dr. Joe is, of course. And all around the world, people know Dr. Joe. Um, but, and then they fill in the blank. And it's just another but, but I didn't, and I did, dot, 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 dot. Just get it fixed. There's no reason why you shouldn't be getting these things fixed. So, all right, other issues, difficulty breathing. Again, try to gasp for air once or twice, probably not that big a deal. Now, if you do it all the time, you could be under stress. And I've had a lot of patients with emotional, physical, financial stress, chemical stress. They're gasping for air all the time. That could be an issue. The stomach can be pushing up against the diaphragm. If the stomach pushes up against the diaphragm, <clears throat> excuse me, that can cause breathing issues. Pinch nerve in the neck, fourth cervical vertebrae controls the phrenic nerve, which controls the diaphragm, which can cause breathing issues. So those are issues that you don't, sometimes are easy to fix. <clears throat> excuse me, speaking of that. So if you're having trouble breathing, uh, it could be asthma. Now, I've had patients in full-blown asthma attack. They just can't breathe. They're gasping for air. I lay them down on a table and I adjust them, adjusting the lower part of the neck, the C7, lower cervical, upper thoracic spine, 
open up that vertebrae, open up that nerve, and they're able to breathe instantly. And it's the wildest thing. To, <sighs> and they can breathe again. So chiropractic and asthma go hand in hand. It's, it's a wonderful thing. But you could be having allergic reactions as well. And we've covered allergies. If you go to website, drjoe.com, we've covered allergies before. Just type an allergy into the search bar, hit enter. You could listen to our shows on, on allergies uh, because many times people have allergy issues and they just need to fix that. And the number one food allergy is what? Dairy. Number two food allergy is what? Wheat. So my challenge to you, and I give you this challenge on a regular basis, cut out all wheat and all dairy for two weeks. See what happens. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I lied to you, but I'm not wrong. And you'll probably feel great right away. And so I want you to do that. But difficulty breathing could be a concern. I mean, it could be lung cancer, of course, obstructive, uh, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, pinched nerve. Again, starting out the most conservative approach, check the pinched nerves, check the stomach to see if it's up against the diaphragm. See if you're having an allergic reaction to something that can be cause mucus in the lungs, that can cause problems as well. Uh, and again, let's start conservatively and build our way up to more aggressive approaches. Because every day, it's a long time, Every day, patients come to me and say, Dr. Joe, I went to the hospital. I went to the cardiologist. I went to the gastroenterologist. I went to my uh, internist. I had all these tests done. And how many of you had this? The test came back negative. That's grace. And it's funny. People are mad sometimes. I spent all that money and I didn't find anything. Oh, it's good. Why would you want to find something? It's good that you didn't find anything. So once we sit down with them and we say, okay, now let's try to get to the cause of the problem because it's not something that's going to show up on a test, traditional tests. Uh, they're usually pretty happy with that. So let's start out conservatively. If we need to, we can always refer you out. We Again, we have a team of doctors we, we refer to on a regular basis. I've got them on speed dial, most of them. Uh, neurosurgeons, vascular surgeons, orthopedic surgeons, uh, psychiatrists. Um, so we want to do everything we can to get you well and keep you well. Uh, so symptoms, uh, what we're talking about today is symptoms you don't want to ignore. Uh, kind of along that line, difficulty swallowing. It could have a sore throat. Okay, that could be something as simple as that. Chronic sore throat, it could be acid reflux. It could be acid coming up into the throat, and that could be irritating your throat. That can cause chronic issues. Uh, it could be a strep throat. It could be ear infection because the ear, the ear is connected to the throat by the eustachian tube. So there could be an infection up in the eustachian tube area. That could be a problem. Uh, if you experience uh, this symptom and it's not a sore throat, you definitely want to get it checked. Okay, it could be a esophageal spasm. It could be a pinched nerve that controls the esophagus. Um, it could be the stomach up against the diaphragm. Again, that seems to be a culprit in many, many cases. So you want to get something like that checked. If we try to conservative approach, it doesn't work. We can get you sent out to a gastroenterologist and or let them take a look down there with a scope and see what's going on. Another issue a lot of people have, especially as they get older, is sleep problems. Little irregularity of sleep schedule. It is what it is. Drink too much water before you go to bed. You got to get up and pee a lot. It is what it is. But if you're having trouble not getting enough sleep, it might be time to switch up your bedtime routines. Now, I think we did a show on sleep already. So if you go to our website, drjoe.com, type in sleep. I think we've covered that already. But if you're usually a sound sleeper and you start waking up periodically through the night, uh, it could be sleep apnea. Once again, what could cause sleep apnea? The stomach pushing up against the diaphragm. And that's one of the biggest problems I see with people that snore, uh, people that have sleep apnea. The stomach is up against the diaphragm, and when they sleep, they lay down, and gravity is no longer pulling the stomach down away from the diaphragm. So when they lay down, it pushes up against the diaphragm, and you're gasping for air. A lot of people over the years, we fix their stomach, and they stop sleeping. They start sleeping better. They stop snoring, and their spouse is like sending us flowers. And uh, 
I joke about that because uh, I, uh, sometimes if the spouse is in the room, I said, yeah, now your spouse will be sending me flowers, so don't start getting jealous. And uh, over the, they always chuckle. But over the years, we've had a lot of people thank me, thank us uh, for fixing their spouse, whether it's sleep apnea or if it's pain issues or it's digestive issues or horrible bad breath because they're not digesting food properly. Um, so it's kind of fun. We get fruit baskets and flowers on a pretty regular basis. Um, don't send me candy, please. I appreciate the gesture. I'll say thank you, but I'm a vegan. I don't eat candy, so fruit baskets are accepted. Uh, I know Sierra is more than happy to take the flowers off my hands if I get them. She's, she's more than happy to say that. And in fact, what we usually do is I give them to Garrett. Garrett gives them to Sierra, and then Garrett looks like a hero. So that, that so, oh, oh, she's here. She heard me. Oh, oh, I ruined it. Darn, I shouldn't have said that to her. Now she knows. So, so disruptive sleep patterns. Uh, listen to our show on sleep. I think we get a lot of good information about that. Uh, it's an issue. You definitely want to get it fixed. If you stand up and get dizzy, it could be something called postural hypotension. Postural hypotension means you stand up, your adrenal glands are supposed to release adrenaline to open up your blood vessels, increase circulation up into your brain, and you're able to function. That's how most of us function on a daily basis. But what can happen is if your adrenal glands are pooped out, they're just burned out, you may not be producing enough adrenaline. So when you stand up, you might get that postural hypotension, that dizziness. Another way we can test it here at the offices is we can do your blood pressure laying down and then have you stand up and take your blood pressure again. If your blood pressure drops, it's supposed to go up, it could be a sign of postural hypotension. Then we have to start looking at the adrenal glands. Why are adrenal glands pooped out? Uh, many times your adrenal glands poop out because you drink too much of coffee, too many stimulants, stress, uh, cigarettes, bad diet. The adrenal glands produce adrenaline for energy. They produce pregnenolone, which becomes DHEA, and DHEA becomes your sex hormones or becomes cortisol, and we can test your cortisol here in the office as well. Uh, or and it produces prostaglandins, which control inflammation. So whenever there's an inflammatory reaction, I always work real hard to get the adrenals working as quickly as possible and the liver to bring down that inflammation as quickly as possible. That's why we give you glutathione, which again is going to be the new buzz supplement. I'm, I'm going to predict that that's going to be the new cool supplement in the next couple of months. Uh, I take it every day. So if you're having uh, dizzy spells, let's start digging a little deeper. It could be ear infection. Uh, one of our clinics, uh, uh, our West Cobb office, we have a doctor that uh, is, is in that office as well. And she only sees veterans, so I can't even refer you to her, but she's an audiologist. And so she could look in the ear and see if there's a, you know, an infection to see if there's any problems in there. She doesn't see regular patients. She only works for the government. But you can always get an audiologist to check the ear, see if there's an infection. That could be causing dizziness as well. Iron deficiency can do it. Uh, simple, easy, quick fix. Uh, you don't want to get your iron tested, go donate blood. When you donate blood, they check your iron. It's free. And you can find out if there's an issue or not. In fact, uh, a friend of mine, uh, she would, if she was dating someone, she would ask them if they donated blood. And if they said yes on a regular basis, that was a scan. It was a, a pre-screen. Uh, because they not only test for blood, they also che check for certain venereal diseases and certain social diseases. And so they wouldn't accept your blood if you had certain diseases, of course. So if you're donating blood on a regular basis, it was kind of like a, a pre-screen for her. And uh, I donate blood all the time, just so you know. And I like donating blood, actually. But here's the thing with my blood. Because I eat such a good diet and I take the right supplements, my blood comes out a lot faster than most people's. When I donate blood, I have to tell the, the technicians, I say, listen, my blood's going to come out twice as fast as somebody else's. And they're always like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they, they watch it and it, it does because I'm not clogged up. If you eat a bad diet, your, your blood actually has a viscosity to it. It gets clogged up. It has fat in it. And if it's fatty, it's not carrying oxygen. You're not carrying oxygen, you can get tired and sometimes could be dizziness. So it's not necessarily anemia, 
You're just not carrying oxygen in your red blood cells properly because you eat a really bad fatty diet. So once again, we got to try to get to the cause of the problems and not just treat the symptoms. And so donating blood is a good scan for you as well as other people. Um, but it also makes you feel good. And there was a, you know, years ago, they used to do something called bloodletting. If you were sick, they'd put leeches on your body to suck some of the blood out. So you'd make new blood and kind of start over again. And I'm okay with that. I think it's great to donate a pint of blood every now and then because now my body has to create new, healthy, young blood. And I think it's great. Uh, just be careful when you donate blood. Uh, <laughs> college story. Uh, do not donate blood and go out drinking. I learned that in college. I remember going to a place called Lift the Latch in Paramus, New Jersey. We all donated blood, went to Lift the Latch, got a pitcher of beer, and I ended up waking up in the back of my van uh, hours later because alcohol and low blood levels are really rough way to get drunk. Folks, running out of time. If you have any questions, send them to my website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. Uh, we have over a thousand hours of podcasts on the website. Just type in what you're looking for. We have audio and video. Uh, Garrett did a great job of separating. If you go to media, you have audio and video separated. If you can watch, you could listen. If you want to make an appointment to come see us, and I think you should, go to our website, drjoe.com. Uh, you can make an appointment. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We would love to be your doctors. We accept most insurances. Uh, uh, we're open... Uh, between all the offices, we're open every day of the week except Sunday. Uh, but we want to get you well and keep you well. For nutrition advice, if you want, we can do nutrition advice. We can do telemedicine for that if you want. Uh, the minimum supplements, again, are what? Super Greens and Essential Source. All the supplements are available at all our offices, also available online. If you want them to ship, it's, we can ship them to you as well. But if we can get the nervous system working, the digestive system working, and a good diet, now you have a healthcare plan. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, drjoe.com. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.